Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Hi, everyone. Welcome. I've got a great show for you today. The topic is the inner way versus the outer way. I'm going to begin by reading from the Sermon on the Mount, and you can hear Christ's words talking about the inner way and the outer way. The outer way is doing things for public show, like a hypocrite. Then I'm going to read you a passage from a spiritual classic called The Spiritual Guide by Miguel de Molinos. I'm going to read you a passage about the inner way and the outer way. And of course, we know the inner way is superior. But the outer way is just about all that any of us have ever known. And then I'm going to tell you about a YouTube video that I saw about hypnosis that is just so good, you just absolutely have to watch it. And I'm going to tie it all together, and I think when I'm done, you will be convinced that hypnosis is a very real thing, and it's the outer way, it's the hypnotic way, and it is opposed to the inner way. And how do you get out of the outer way? You have to wake up. Most people are in trance. The average person is in a hypnotic trance most of the time. All you have to do is wake up and wake up. And when you wake up, you'll begin to live your own life. You'll stop doing dumb things. You'll have, be able to apply reason. You'll be less emotional. And you'll find out what, what really living is. It's not what you think it is. It's the higher way. It's Christ's way. It's the spontaneous way. It's the joyous way. So stay tuned. Fasten your seatbelts. Here we go. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Be Still With Your Soul. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Today, I want to read you something from Christ's Sermon on the Mount. These are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look to your almsgiving, that it not be done before men, in order that you be seen by them. If so, there is no reward for you from your heavenly Father. Therefore, when you are almsgiving, do not blow a horn before you as you, as do those of two faces in the synagogues and public places, in order that they may be praised by other men. Truly I say unto you, their reward is received." But when you do your almsgiving, your left hand is not to know what your right hand is doing. When your almsgiving is done under cover, your Father, who sees under cover, will reward you in the open. And when you pray, do not do as those of two faces, who dearly love to stand before the synagogues and in marketplaces for prayer, so they will be seen by men. Truly I say unto you, their reward is received. Instead, when you pray, go into your inner chamber and shut your door and pray unto your Father who sees what is under cover. He will reward you in the open. Now, the next thing I want to do is I want to read you something from The Spiritual Guide by Miguel de Molinos. I want to read you something that he said. I'm reading from the third book of the Spiritual Guide, chapter 1, and you will see that he's saying the same thing that Christ said 
in his own words. Listen to this, Miguel Molinos. The difference between the outward and the inward person. Remember Christ spoke about people who are two-faced? Okay, here we go. There are two sorts of spiritual persons, internal and external. These seek God without, in other words, on the outside, by reasoning, by imagination, and by concentration. They endeavor painfully to obtain virtues by means of many abstinences. They give themselves to rigorous penance. They put on sackcloth, chastise the flesh by discipline, strive after silence, produce with effort the sense of the presence of God, conceiving him in their fancy or their imagination, sometimes as a pastor, sometimes as a physician, and sometimes as a father and Lord. So I'm going to stop for just a moment. So you get it? They do outward acts, and they conceive of God in their imagination. All right, I'm going to continue here. They delight to be continually speaking of God, very often making fervent acts of love, and all this is art, but by this way they desire to be great, and by the power of voluntary and exterior mortifications they seek after sensible affections and fervid sentiments, believing that only when they have these, in other words, emotions, that's, that's what he's saying, when they have these emotions, these fervent emotions, this is the external way, the way of beginners, and though it be good, yet there is no arriving at perfection by it. Nay, there is not so much as one step towards perfection. After fifty years of external exercise, they are still void of God, and full of themselves. Void of God, I'm repeating what Molinos just said, void of God and full of themselves having nothing of spiritual men, but just the name of such. In other words, in their religion is in name only. So he's basically saying that those ones never arrive. They never get it. And it's all show and pretense. It's like Shakespeare said, filled with sound and fury and signifying nothing. They imagine God in their imagination, and they speak much so that other people will hear it, and they try to have a lot of emotions, and thereby they think they have something, but they're actually void of God. That's what Molinos just said. Now, here is the alternative. I'm reading from the third book of the Spiritual Guide, chapter 1. There are others truly spiritual, who have found the beginning of the inner way, which leads to perfection and union with God, and to which the Lord called them by his infinite mercy from the outer way, in which before they had busied themselves. These withdrawn into the inward part of their souls, resigning themselves wholly into the hands of God, having forgotten and despoiled themselves of everything, even of themselves, 
to always go with an uplifted spirit into the presence of the Lord by the means of pure faith, without image, form, or figure, but with great assurance founded in tranquility and inner rest, in which infused recollection the spirit gathers itself with such force that it concentrates thereon the mind, heart, and body, and all the physical powers. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. So now do you understand the inner way? Christ said that God wants people who worship him in spirit and in truth. Do you see? But not in imagination and emotions. So let's talk about that. Roland talks about Christianity in a common-sense way. He wants to see people unshackled, freed from the baggage of the past. We find your zest for discovery and adventure. Keep listening to Shedding Shackles. I was watching, so now I want to share, I want to shift gears a little bit but it all ties together. I want you to understand that there is a very subtle but important difference in the way that you do things. And basically all you've ever known is this, this lower way of doing things, what Molina's called the outward way. That's, that's basically all you've ever known to please other people, to get their approval, and to be accepted by them, and to be popular, and to be not rejected, and to fit in, and to be part of, of the group, and to get rewards, and uh, to, um, to get approval from, from them, and support from them. And uh, that's all you've ever known. The only other thing you've ever known beside that is your imagination, where you dream of greatness and glory and romance and success and conquests, and where you remember what people said and did, and you resent them, or you remember your failures and try to rearrange the past to make yourself come out better, or you use the help of music and, and movies and drugs and alcohol and marijuana to help uh, fuel the imagination with the images. And so you're, you fill your imagination with images, and then you live there in your imagination. But pleasing other people and then living in your imagination, you can't find God that way. You can't find God in images. You can't find God in people-pleasing. There is another way. It's the way that Christ was trying to tell you about in the passage that I just read from the Sermon on the Mount. And it's what Miguel de Molinos was trying to tell you about, the inner way. And it's the way that Madame Jean Guillon 
tried to tell you about, or John of the Cross, or Teresa of Avila, or Brother Lawrence, or Thomas Akempis, who wrote The Imitation of Christ, and yeah, someone like A.W. Tozer, who was, uh, some people called him a modern-day prophet. You should read some of the works of A.W. Tozer. He talked about the, the inner way. So that's what you need to find. And it is, you can find it. One of the things that I like so much about Teresa of Avila and so much about Madame Jeanne Rion is that they say that it's anybody can find this inner way. You don't have to be a clergy member. You don't have to have a college degree. You can be washing dishes and not know a thing about anything, and you can find it. It depends upon a searching attitude and a blessing from, from God. And all the things that you pursue, your college degrees and your studies and all of that stuff, you know what? They are most likely going to stand in the way because what do they feed? They feed the outer way. The way of reading and the way of study and the way of talking and the way of verbosity and putting on a show for others. So there's great danger there. It doesn't mean that you're precluded. It, uh, remember, Christ said it, and so did Teresa of Avila, and so did Madame Jean Guillon, who wrote uh, A Short and Easy Method of Prayer. So, anyway, I was saying that uh, this inner way is for anybody. So whether you have a college degree or you don't, see, whether you were raised in a Christian home or you weren't, it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter your age either. All you need is to want to know the truth, honestly and truly and sincerely want to know the truth and to love the truth. And then you recognize it. When you see it, you recognize it. Are you interested in the contemplative life? If so, read Roland's book, Contemporary Contemplation with Reflections on Miguel de Molinos. Roland's book includes an introductory treatise and a complete annotated edition of The Spiritual Guide by Miguel de Molinos. To find out more, go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the icon, Books. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Now, I want to tell you something about uh, what I saw. I was doing a bit of research on hypnosis, and I stumbled upon a YouTube video, and it's called the world's funniest hypnotist. And the hypnotist is Paul McKenna, M-C, capital K-E-N-N-A. The world's funniest hypnotist. And what it is, it's actually a television show that aired on network television probably in the 1990s, I think. He put on a stage hypnosis act. And 
It's absolutely fascinating, and you've got to see it. Because, because right before your eyes, you will see how people can be hypnotized or be in a hypnotic trance and think they have something when they really don't and believe something that was given to them and they don't even know if it's true or not, but they believe it because it was suggested to them. You can see how people can not see what is there. There was one lady on the stage and there was something that she couldn't see, even though it was there. And then people can also be in hypnotic trance where they see what's not there. And it's just amazing. I highly recommend that you watch it because some of you have a problem where you you have a problem with resentment and hatred towards someone from your past, a parent who did you wrong, a dad who wasn't there for you, or a mom who was cruel, or a brother who was cruel, or classmates who were vicious and who teased you, people who stole your stuff from in someone who was unfair, some someone who accused you unjustly, or a, a partner you have now who you resent so much for some reason. I want you to see how people can do things and not even realize what they're doing. And after they've done it, they either don't remember that they did it. How many of you have tried to to tell maybe a, a parent, for example, you try to tell them, hey, when I was a kid, you did this to me and you did that to me and it was wrong. And they say, what? I never did that. I don't know what you're talking about. How many of you have had that kind of an experience? Well, you've got to watch this video. Now, why do you, you have to watch it? I want you to understand. I want you to see that, that hypnosis is real. Most people are in a trance. The average person is in some level of trance all the time. See, I want you to see that. And I also want you to, to, to see, like I said, that, that if you can see that someone who did something to you, if you can see that there's a good chance they had no idea what they were doing, and even if they did know it, they were being controlled, then you can forgive them. You can let go of your resentment toward them. You can let go of your grudge toward them. When you realize that they couldn't help themselves, Christ said, remember on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I want to tell you something about a YouTube video, and it's called The World's Funniest Hypnotist. And the hypnotist is Paul McKenna. I highly recommend that you watch it. Your eyes will be opened. You'll see a man who is told that he is Michael Jackson and he dances on the stage in front of the audience like Michael Jackson. Uh, another person is told that he's Elvis Presley and then he dances like Elvis Presley and sings like Elvis. You wouldn't believe, you're just not going to believe it. Another lady is hypnotized where she can't remember the number seven. It, it, it's just amazing. Another person is told that he's like James Bond, and he's sneaking around looking for bad guys. And why I want you to watch it is because it is entertaining, it's funny, it's clean, 
It is very revealing, and it's got a lot of good music in it, so it's easy to watch and fun to watch. Okay, it's not boring. It's it's a really, really good, well-produced television show, so you've got to watch it. It's called The World's Funniest Hypnotist, and the hypnotist is Paul McKenna. You can go to YouTube and, and search there, and you'll, you'll find it. Your eyes will be opened, and you will gain valuable insight into your behavior and that of others. Now, here's where I'm, I want to tie it all together today for you. Because I read to you from the Sermon on the Mount where Christ said not to be two-faced and not to do things for public consumption. Don't do things that other people may see it. Just do it out of the, just do it spontaneously, regardless of whether people see it or don't see it or like it or don't like it. Just do what you know is right in your heart, okay? And then the other thing is Miguel de Molinos, a very spiritual person. And his book, The Spiritual Guide, is a, is a classic. And he talks about people who do things only outwardly. And he said they haven't even gotten to first base as far as really experiencing God. So that I want to tie it all together. One of the things that, that interested me was the, the people who were, who were hypnotized, they... Um, one lady particular I'll tell you what, about one lady. She was hypnotized to think that she was uh, putting, uh, she was smoothing the, uh, she was a worker, construction worker who was smoothing the cement, wet cement on a sidewalk. She was making a sidewalk. And then one of the other people was hypnotized to keep going back to get another scarf. He kept, he was kept thinking that he, he had forgotten his scarf. So he kept walking past her to go get a scarf over and over. And she got really, she got irate. She was told, suggested that she would get irate at, at anybody that walked on the, on the wet cement. So every time this person would go over, she would say, hey, what part of wet cement don't you understand? Don't come back. Don't do that. And she, over and over again, it was really funny. But, but then later, they, they, interviewed her, and while she was watching her performance, she said, she said, I can't believe I did that. And she said, my mother was, was in the audience and watching. And her mother said that she was amazed that, that her daughter didn't use bad language. She said, usually her daughter uses a lot of bad language. So it's basically a people-pleaser problem. She was trying to please the hypnotist and do what he said. But she was also dimly aware of other people, and she was very subtly also trying to please them by altering her language so it wasn't too robust and not using bad words for the other people. So it's putting on a show for people, people-pleasing, trying not to disappoint people, trying to get their approval. See? putting on a show for them, putting on an act for them, trying to prove something, trying to disprove something. So that's a very large component of the hypnosis. It's being too people-oriented. 
sure, we got to be with people. We love people. But we don't want to be people pleasers. We want to be God pleasers. Don't put on a show for anybody. Don't even put on a show for God. Live spontaneously. Always do what you know is right in your heart. Intuitively, spontaneously, without pretense, without thought of the consequence, just do what you know is right. If you don't know what to do, then just don't do anything. And then you can live unto God. Remember Christ said that God wants people who worship him in spirit and in truth. So stop using people. Stop putting on an act for people. Stop resenting people. Stop feeling guilty before people. Just go about your life. Do what you know is right in your heart, and you will live unto God with awareness instead of in the hypnotic trance. And when you catch yourself falling into some level of trying to please people or put on a show for them, then just take a mental step back and snap out, snap back to your, come back to your senses and then just do what is right, regardless of whether people like it or don't like it. Learn to live unto God. So now I think you're getting the picture. Christ told us, let your left hand not know what your right hand is doing. When we're little children, we're innocent. But as we grow older and our ego gets bigger and bigger, just about everything we do when it comes to interacting with other people is putting on a show. Everything we do has some sort of deceit involved or some sort of an ulterior motive or some hidden agenda. And so here's what you need to do if you want to live in, if you want to be spontaneous, and if you want something good to come through you, it won't come through you as long as you're deceitful, as long as you're putting on a show, as long as you're dishonest, as long as you have a secret agenda or a goal of any kind other than to do what's right in your heart. So here's what you should do. You should get my little meditation and use it to come up in awareness, come up out of the hypnotic state, back to full awakeness and beyond that to awareness. That's the inner way, that's the higher way, that's the spiritual way. And when you live unto God, you will want to please Him. And then naturally, naturally, you won't resent other people, you won't hate other people, you won't use other people, you'll be honest with people. Naturally, you'll be truly helpful to people because there won't be any pretense, there won't be any ulterior motive. By loving God and serving God, then you can also be patient with other people and not use them and be fair with them. And then you will be a shining light in the world. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.
You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.